On the day we recorded this episode, inspirational leader, life coach, and self-help guru Tony Robbins was accused of sexual misconduct, indecent exposure, berating rape victims at his seminars, and having staff members recruit young women to spend time with him backstage. I guess he needed to awaken the giant within, within some desperate woman's thighs. So, after 30-plus years that saw millions of people entrust this man with millions of dollars and all of their lifetime hopes, Robbins is now just as bad as everyone else, destroying any good will in one fell swoop, kind of like his giant urinal-like horse teeth did to hundreds of unsuspecting nipples. But it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, and psychiatrists destroy minds. Our media destroys information and religions destroy spirituality. Hell, governments destroy freedom. And the worst part? No one is surprised. By Tony Robbins, by corrupt leaders, by anything and everything we endure. Because we prioritize money over decency and quality of life. Because we divide the world's land into sections and then fight over who owns them. Because we send children to school for their entire childhood to memorize facts and skills they'll never need. Then we make it too expensive and unattainable for them to get a secondary education, which might actually give them those very same skills. And because of this, there's undue financial pressure on parents, forcing them to miss out on key moments in their own child's lives. We mock love and laughter as juvenile, while glorifying war as heroic. And then when the wars are over, we stop glorifying the heroes and leave them to die in our own streets. It's time for change, folks. Not just the change in the day-to-day realities, but in the way human nature forces us to accept these realities in the first place. Tony Robbins was always a hack, and if you trusted that guy with your money, you probably deserved to lose it, but no one deserved what was reported today. And yet, after the last few years, no one seems surprised in the slightest. Now, no one at this table tonight believes change is going to start during this show, but that's not going to stop us from talking about it. Tonight, we'll aim a little broader than we have in recent weeks and discuss the human condition, terrifying truths, and the unforgivable reality that we just can't change what's up. Maestro, don't make any life maps, don't try and sell me your latest book at the airport Ramada, and don't try walking on flaming coals. Just shut your giant sea biscuit mouth and hit my goddamn music. Welcome back to Needless to Say. This is Dave, and I'm here with two guys that awoke their inner giants, let them out, and now have large appendages above their shoulders. <laughs> huh? That's a nose joke and a neck thing joke. Some would debate the whole joke part of that. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You blew your load this week. You did two shows. I did. That's it. I'm, I'm spent. Yeah, that's it. You, you wasted them all in Westeros. <laughs> yeah. I need some Gatorade and a nap. Right, <laughs> I got to give it to you guys. You know, I'm cutting right into it. Dave was supposed to bring us in, but I, I got to hand it to both of you and Rayanne. That was a fantastic episode about some very deep subject matter. Yeah, and we've joked in the past, like you know, you guys are getting too deep and you're getting too nerdy and you're getting too this and that. And maybe for the regular show it was, but you guys took a lot of material and really made it accessible. And I have to, I, my my hat is tipped, and I know Dave loves when I say that. 
<laughs> but I really feel like the you turned an hour plus into very listenable stuff, even for people who didn't listen to the show or watch the show. Yeah. So cheers, man. That was no, a lot of fun. Yeah, well, that, we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, you mentioned it's not really what we do here, so. Craig and I thought, well, let's well, just... It's, let's, it's not what we do here anymore. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> this is the end of it. Yeah. I'm tired but, of designing logos for you fucking. <laughs> well, that's what happened. Our week in review was turning into pretty much what we recorded earlier in the week. So yeah. we just said, you know what? Let's just do, branch off to our own little thing. And yeah, it just, was great. Just do a show about... The Game of Thrones. And yeah. That's what we did, and it worked out, and it was fun. Yeah, Craig came by the house. We set up, so Rayan was already there, and we just ripped through it. And and she was spot on. She was good. And the, the fun She's thing was... natural. Yeah. It was just a conversation. We just... We just we talked for two minutes before we recorded and said, all right, let's just talk about this last episode and see where we go. And Yeah. <laughs> 72 minutes later... Yep. <laughs> yep. What happened? No, it was great. No, it was a good time, Definitely. I was glad we did it. I think you ended really strong when you just started realizing just how ridiculous the show is. I, I almost feel like you heard yourselves in the headphones and said, oh, my God, did you ever stop and think about this show? It's fucking ludicrous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much is. Yeah. Uh, I was just frustrated with the fans and stuff like that. But, so, but that's but. you on everything. It's Star Wars. It's the Avengers. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones. You basically hate what you are because you're a fan. And we have had plenty of conversations about things that you would like to see. Yeah. But people put it on the internet, and that seems to loom in your craw, man. It does. See, well, there's a difference. Craig, I think, Craig would like to see certain things, and at the same time, he doesn't get pissed off and angry because it went a different way. I accept what they did. Right. He doesn't take to the internet (laughs) and say, fire these people, let's start a petition to reshoot this whole show. That's fucking insane. I think we should just rename this show I Hate the Internet because as much as we're on it, and we are, we're very active on the internet doing our own things, You know, not even just for the show. We like being on social media. It's just if you think about it, we're hypocrites because we hate everything we're doing. I hate everything. I, I go on it to mock everybody that's on it. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I do it's my best part of going through Facebook every day there's like these Circa posts which is just like a news aggregator yeah and Craig will just find something and then you know you go through your news feed and they purposely highlight the people in your friends list <laughs> and so it could be 580 comments on one post and you'll see <laughs> you'll see Craig yeah. right there and it's just fucking <laughs> and he's like that's the stupidest thing anybody's ever said in his life <laughs> And he'll like be at mentioning people. Yeah. Like, like, hey, Bill from Florida. Yeah. I know you're having trouble getting your like scooter out the door. Yeah. But that's the dumbest thing I ever fucking heard. Yeah. I have a friend, Sean, from work who does the same thing only on politics. Yeah. He'll go yeah. around to all Republican like blogs and things and purposely just go on there and be like, you're all dummies. Yeah. And then like he'll drop his mic and leave. Yeah. Like, but in the blaze of glory. It's so funny to watch the fires he starts. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I love when I, I love when I make those comments though, and I just go back and it's like, oh, it's got fucking twenty eight likes. <laughs> you know, you know, like, ah, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> it's not just this show though. I think back to when like Seinfeld ended, their their last episode ever. It just kind of stopped, and people were a little pissed about it. Yeah, they were like, yeah, "Oh, they just brought everybody back." I almost back. feel like they were justified with that one, though. I, I get that, but it was. I think it was the same kind of criticism. That yeah. we just there's more of an open, widespread forum now to hear it. Yep, and and talk about it. I guess the but, thing with Seinfeld though is that you weren't sure that you were supposed to not like them. 
Over the course of the entire show, they were the protagonists, and you rooted for them. I mean, as much as you root for anybody in a sitcom, but there were the stories you got behind. So you wanted to see Kramer come up with another harebrained plan. You wanted yeah. to see George rise above whatever was holding him back, his parents, his wife, his yeah. girlfriend, whatever. I almost feel like that last episode went, ha-ha, joke's on you, because they're the most unlikable, self-centered people in the world, and you just spent seven years watching them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I felt like that was a thumb in my eye, you know, and a finger in my face. I, I didn't like the ending because they really are unlikable pieces of shit, and now I won't watch them in reruns. Yeah. So. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. But my point was, like, there's, there's always <laughs> I'm just saying, my point, like, you, you kind of made my point for me. Yeah. There's always criticism. There's always criticism. People hated The Empire Strikes Back when it came out. And now they say it's one of the greatest movies And now movies it's made. labeled as the best Star Wars movie. Well, yeah. I think you that was I mean? an era where there wasn't gar- guaranteed sequels. Yeah. There was no guarantee he was getting a third movie to yeah. make. Because if that movie tanked at the box office, then the story would have ended on a very dark note. Yeah. And I yeah. think people wanted a happy ending. It was a different time in filmmaking now. You know, we've yeah. got people trained to sit through credits now. Yeah. To- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, people don't write a movie anymore. They write... A franchise. Yep. Yeah. And there's Franchises a difference. Franchises are written. Yeah, exactly. It's it's crazy. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It's true. Things are planned out as trilogies. Yep. But, but other than that, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was funny. You mentioned uh, taking a nap. Apparently this week, I needed to sleep bad this week because I took two. I, I never take naps. And I took two for hours. <laughs> Both unintentional. <laughs> Neither one of them was. I wasn't. I didn't lay down to take a nap. I just fell asleep. It's, that's you middle know? age, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. It's fucking weird. I hate it. <laughs> Why do you hate that? Your body wants to sleep. Do what your body wants. I I still have that thing. I feel like I'm missing something. That's why I go. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I'm getting up at fucking. See, I have the same six, problem. Six a.m. The latest on the back end. I have the same problem. I'm. I realized that. I stay up later than I ever should. And last night was the best evidence. I'm sitting in bed with my phone in my hand and I'm playing Candy Crush because, yeah, I still play it. Yeah. All right. And I'm, I'm playing the shit out of this thing. I f- like momentarily fall asleep and drop my phone on the floor four times. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it right back up, start playing it. I'm awake. I'm awake. Next thing you know, I got to do one of those head jerk things. Yeah. Four times this happened at 2.45 a.m. Oh on a work night. Go to bed, Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where you, is you get up early because you think you're missing something? I yeah. feel like I'm not making the most of my day on the back end. Yeah, it's really pathetic. But I'll sleep till noon. <laughs> Don't even blink on that one. Yeah. You know what's funny is my dad for years would, was talking about he would always stay up to a certain time, and he's like, "Yeah, I just I just gonna make it to eight o'clock, then I can go to bed." He said it dawned on me one day. Why? What? what am I doing after eight o'clock? Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Yeah. If something important happens in the neighborhood. I'll know about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, the, I'm like that too. We, Ray and I do it all the time. We we get the baby to sleep. The two older ones will go to bed, and we'll just look around. Like, are you tired? Yeah. All right. She's like, are you coming upstairs? I'll be up in five minutes after I close all the windows. Yeah. <laughs> just get in bed. It's like eight thirty. Who cares? See, my opinion, I always feel like I, I have to justify because I was at work all day and then I had to watch the kids until she got home and then we have dinner and we do family time. There was very little my time. 
And so I feel like even if I'm laying in bed next to my wife, dropping my phone all over the place, <laughs> it's still my time. Yeah. It's on my terms. And it's the dumbest thing ever. I'm not justifying it. It's a dumb thing, but I think it explains my reasoning. No, there's rationale there. I get that. That makes sense, but I've, I've just given up. Like, fuck it. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I always look at it like, I don't know. It's the same, like I said, like, I feel like I'm missing something. So I just get, I get up. I get up early. You know, and I'm just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I'm not missing anything. I just go downstairs and sit on my couch and watch cartoons. You know what <laughs> even, I mean? Even, I remember when we went to Maine, one of the first times we were up there, it was the three of us and Rayanne, I think, right? It was just three of us. We went up to Uncle yeah. Mike's and we sat up by the fire one night and we all went to bed and you had your tent. We slept in the little camper and, uh, you know, you're just kind of out. The sun starts coming up. The sky gets lighter. You just start to wake up. So the sun's kind of peeking over the horizon, and we start tossing and turning, waking up. I come out of the camper, and Craig's walking up the path. I'm like, oh, did you just get up, too? He's like, no, I caught two fish and whittled the spoon already. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. He pulled the spoon out of his pocket. Yeah, I did. I, mean, I, I fucking whittled the spoon, and I caught two fish. It was 746. <laughs> Oh, I love when he messages me and like, oh yeah, I've got the episode done. It's like five forty eight, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm not up for four hours, yeah. and I gotta be at work at work at nine. Yeah. I woke up this week at nine fifteen. Oh, I sent the kids man. to the bus stop on their own. I said, just do it. I don't need to walk in. I woke up at nine fifteen. I have to be down in my basement at nine o'clock, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Could, couldn't make it happen. Oh. See, I don't have up until three a.m. Yeah. But I, just spiking I, your phone on the floor yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Not spiking, casually dropping. Yeah. It's like falling out of my limp hand, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> do you do you have carpets or hardwoods? Carpets now, and, oh. f- and and probably forever as long as I keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I stop having the sleep habits of a fucking meth addict, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be a lot better off. Uh, but we uh we went to the truck and Brad um. Chuck and Brad podcast guys had the comedy show. Oh, they're four hundred. The four hundred. We that's right. We went the other night. night. So we went. Um, Dave, Dave, and I, and our wives, and and Mike and his wife, and uh, sometimes Manny was and there. Sometimes, sometimes Manny, Manny was there, and my buddy Mike from work showed up. Mike, a big fan of the show. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm annoyed I didn't get a chance to actually shake your hand and meet you because yeah. this guy we've been interacting for almost two years now. Yeah, and so thank you for your support. Thanks for coming out yep. that night. I'm, uh, eventually, we're going to shake hands and have a beer. Yep, and uh, we had a good time. We met some cool people. We did, yeah, and that was enjoyed a good, a good show. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good few hours we spent. We all got together, had a bunch of fun laughs. Yeah, some good uh, comedians up on stage. So, oh, I had a blast. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, exactly. We might even have a little surprise in the next week or two. Yeah, that so would that's be nice. pretty cool. Something that came from the show. That was uh, probably the big win. I wasn't even there. Yeah, Brad didn't make it. I didn't make it. I, I've had a rough few weeks. I decided I wanted to take what's left of my week and stay up till 3 o'clock dropping my phone. <laughs> <on the floor>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess Craig and I had very similar weeks. You know, we did the Game of Thrones show. We went to the, the Brad, yeah. the Chuck and Brad show and, and, you know. Both napped and slept more than usual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty awesome. I did none of the above. Yeah. And, and the compound is complete. That's the other oh, thing that right. happened this week. My fence finally went up. Yeah. And the compound is complete. I feel like your fence going up was like Brad moving. Yeah. Like seven episodes we've been hearing about this yeah. fence. 
I was getting, fr- I was starting to get frustrated, but it's just it's because of the weather. It's been just rain, uh, the weather's rain, awful. and rain, and yeah. it's like, what the hell? So they finally came. They did it. They did a great job, and I'm psyched. I can't fucking see anybody, and they can't see me. They can just see like the top of your pink house over the fence. Yeah, it looks like the rejected like house from a kids theme park. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Like that's where the villain lives. It's in the back in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you should put a big like neon sign, Pedo Land. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it Never Everland. <laughs> we know there are dogs in there. <laughs> we can't see them. I'm yeah. amazed you didn't build turrets. <laughs> I would love if the mailman just says a trebuchet. Yeah. Just launches that shit at you. That's a great idea. Yeah. He's got a mortar aimed at the bay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm building siege equipment this week. That's it. I do know it's great. Uh, from what I hear, you can see your house and your fence from Main Street. And Dave's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what else you can see from Dave's backyard? The curvature of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, so that was it. So my week was weird, but it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a fast week. For, yeah. At least for me. I think, Brad, you, you, your week is a little slower because you said you were taking some time here. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. My professional stock is rising. That's Which, the good news. That's good. Yeah. That's the good news. But Considering I work, the last few months, you've been kind of on the fence with what's going to happen. But I've got two company meetings. I'm going to be going down to New York twice in the next two weeks. Um, we'll make it work with the show. But uh, I, I, I don't know. But they, they keep talking about big, broad, obtuse terms like company direction and budget. And they're using these terms real loosely. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not part of either. <laughs> and you're going to make me sit on a fucking greyhound to find this out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, it's it's going to be an interesting ride. I'll know a lot more Monday. But I'm definitely I'm going down at least twice more in the next two to three weeks. Two things. One last thing I want to mention to Rayanne. Lachlan. <laughs> I want you to lock Lynn that in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> lock Lynn. I love nothing more than a bunch of godless Portuguese telling a half Mick how to pronounce an Irish name. <laughs> nothing funnier in the world. Uh, but that, crazily enough, proving Ray Ann wrong, something I'd never love to I'd never like to do. I, I love the girl. I love the girl. But you like to be right. Let's don't don't try to be well, like oh, I don't like to do this. You like to be right. I like to be right because it happens so fucking often. <laughs> you think I just picked Mike and Craig out of a hat? <laughs> you think this this was a whim decision? I said, well, let me hang out with two guys. One guy who's willing to buy everything, and another guy who's willing to cook everything. I, all I have to do is show up, make a few jokes, and then be smarter than them. I'm okay with that. Then we bring you on. It just changes the fucking everything. Yeah. There's no room in this town for two degrees, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I have a master's. Oh. oh, busted. See that? But, you know, for as smart as I claim to be. One-uppings. <laughs> As smart as I claim to be, the fact that the best part of my week in review came from Selena Gomez puts me right down at the bottom of that chain. Okay, but Selena Gomez, we we got to give it to her. <laughs> Selena Gomez today basically solved the internet. 
What'd she do? She figured out that everybody in her generation using Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter and, and living their lives there is wrong. It's like she had this weird moment of revelation. Yeah. And this morning she put the internet on blast. And really? I, I don't expect it to last. She hasn't closed her account. She's still posting. Yeah. But it was like she had this momentary sense of consciousness. And I'm going to hmm. try to find something here. No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm curious what she had to say. Yeah, that's Because she's odd. one of those, if I'm not mistaken, she's one of those celebrities who has one of the higher fo- like like numbers of yeah. followers, right? Yeah, probably. On these social media accounts. I won't read the whole thing. It's pretty long. Yep. And for a post, uh, you know, especially for, I didn't know she knew this many words. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lyricist and a musician. Right? Yes. She's an artist. She's a lyrical poet. I, I just, I like this part. And she goes, for me and the vast majority of my peers, the onslaught of dings and buzzes from our pockets, alerting us to the latest celebrity move doesn't just give us a dopamine hit. It's also an anxiety provoking reminder that we should be contributing to the content circus ourselves. It's beyond Pavlovian. It's pathetic. She did not write that. Okay. I don't know if she did or not, but either her handler hates her now and wants to kill her social media. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a funny story in and of itself. Should it happen? But if that really is her, and I'd like to believe that this kid's got her head on her shoulders, yeah, she's managed to avoid most of the negative press. Yeah, I think uh, I think this could be a positive step. Where you know, it's not just about I'm quitting Instagram. Yeah, try and follow me. Yeah, yeah that's just a cry for attention. Yep. I feel like she's saying I'm still going to use it, but I'm going to use it better. And there might actually be a positive thing that comes out of it. Some substance to what comes out of her yeah. account, maybe. And don't get me wrong, we love millennials around here. We do. Yeah. Well, speaking, you know, you talk about the, you know, the next celebrity big thing. There was there was big news today, and I know Dave would be excited about this. Uh Oh, it was finally, after the long wait, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West released the name of their latest child. Why? Why is is this fucking news? I guess so. Why is this news? Right. It's like people were waiting to hear this kid's stupid ass name. No, nobody was waiting. They want people to think that people were waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they named Psalm. Psalm? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right now, Meghan Markle is over in England going, oh, thank God I just named my fucking ugly kid Archie. Yeah. Archie. <laughs> hey, Archie. Hey, Archie. Seriously, yeah. I just picture some redheaded cartoon kid now. Psalm? <laughs> Future king of England. Yeah. Archie. Yeah. Kid's name is Sam because fucking Kanye can't say Tom with his fucked up grill. <laughs> he is such an asshole. He's the worst kind of person ever. Well, uh, that was the best thing on Instagram this week. They posted that Kim Kardashian actually makes one to one point five million dollars for every post she makes, based on her her like importance to the social media. Yeah. And Ray J, the guy that fucked her in that video that made her famous in the first place, just responded, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. It is, it is. And I hate that I could pick him out by his dick more than I could pick him out by his face. Looks like a poor man's Kevin Hart to his face. Yeah. But, but I can spot Ray J. Yeah. <laughs> we just picked China's dick out of a lineup, too. Yeah. That's why I laughed when I was reading the Selena Gomez thing. Because the China dick thing came up first. <laughs> Talking about a dead woman's clitoris. <laughs> That's not a clit. No. That was not a clitoris. Oh God. That was a giant penis. 
<laughs> so she, so Selena Gomez basically told all of her. She used the word peers, but she's at least successful in some way and self, you know, motivated. She's talking about her peers, the millennials. We know that's not the case, but she's encouraging them or kind of challenging them to do more than just gossip. Yeah. Do we think it's going to have any impact? No, no, not at all. I think one of two things is going to happen here. She's going to get ostracized uh, by her media friends because they're going to think that she's turning on them and acting like she's better than them. Yeah. Almost like a snob thing. Yeah. Or maybe some people follow suit. Maybe. I don't think it's a matter of getting off social media. I think there's a purpose for social media. It's staying in touch and letting your fan. If you're a celebrity, let your fans know what's as going a, on. As a celebrity, I can see, you know, they're posting constantly. But it's, wait, wait it's are you keep... speaking as a celebrity? No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> no, because you were close. like, as a celebrity, I feel. no, no, I'm, I, I'm saying it's. I can see it as a celebrity having to post all the time, yeah, to keep yourself re- relevant, or and you know, or just keeping your fan base happy. You know what I mean? That's I get that. I get that's why they do that. But the the like media circuses and the and the things of like Kanye West's and and for Kim Kardashian's baby's name. Like, they've released it. Like, oh, thank God. I don't give a fuck. Who fucking cares? You should have named the kid. Who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit West? That <laughs> would have been perfect. Well, when the I next know. one falls out of her tired uterus, you better believe that name's on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually, I think tired uterus is also yeah, up there. Yeah. <laughs> just call him Plop Plop but West. Just, just, <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Sploosh. That was the sound it made. Yes. Sploosh West? I'd buy that album. Right. It's just named like an old Batman sound that popped up on yeah. the screen. Kapow! Kapow. It's like a Kapow West. That sound when you like spring the door stopper back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean like that stuff to me is ridiculous. That, yeah. that, that there's sites. That's the thing is a celebrity... Like Kim Kardashian or Kanye West posting the name of their child is one thing. A website waiting to break the news yeah. <laughs> is ridiculous to me. And the fact that people go to that website and read it is just, I find it insane. It, the, it's, uh, God, I'm sorry. I mean, we have this, this entire th- outlet's base TMZ. It's just gossip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, not faulting them. Hey, you can make the money doing it, do it, you know? But I just find it funny. I mean, but it's always been entertainment tonight when we were kids was the big thing. It was yeah. just celebrity gossip. Yeah. And then Mary yeah. Hart comes out with her, like, Marky Post from Night Court hair. Yeah. <laughs> she walks out. You can't see the the, the, the fake screen behind her. Yeah. Because she's got that hair that's nine <laughs> yeah, feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Marky Post. She looked good. But wow, was, dude. Yeah. Wow. Dave. I'm starting to figure out Dave's type. Yeah, <laughs> and what I've noticed more about your wife don't fit it. No, she doesn't. No, outkicked my coverage. I've discussed this. Before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think TMZ is popular because they're mean about it. Well, yeah, that's what. I, but yeah, and that gets them like, passed. Yeah, that gets them past it. But I mean, it's just it's funny uh, to me all the obsession with yeah the fact that there's a market for it like they exist because people want to hear it because people want to hear it and at the same time people want to hear it because it's made available to them yeah these they start promoting that it's important stuff but like so i'm curious these people that are going on the site and they now they know the name of this new west baby what the fuck has changed in your life now that you know this information yeah nothing 
Nothing. Uh, but are you going on to the internet to find things that are going to change your life for every day? I'm not. Well, no. Well, but then you kind of answered your own question. I'm going looking for people to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> you want to change their life. I want to change their life. I want to know how many people have turned guns on themselves because of comments you've left. <laughs> I, I have was, no doubt there's somebody in a darkened basement just going, <laughs> fucking Craig. <laughs> Honestly, most of the time I go on, personally go on the internet because I'm either checking the news, checking the weather, or I'm curious about what new movies or music is coming out. Yeah, that's that's... That's kind of where I go. And, and but there's a lot of people in this world, as sad a statement as this is, that consider the name of that baby news. I I, and that, yeah. I get that. That's and I think I'm with Craig. I don't fault outlets like TMZ for like no. good for you good for, for you for banking on something. Yeah. But the fact that they can to me is just a ridiculous concept. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's what thing. it is. It doesn't even phase me anymore. It's something that we've kind of come to accept as as a reality. Yeah, it's such a huge distraction from other important things. Yeah, that are going on. There's you know what I mean? There's a difference between entertainment news and entertainment gossip, and that's right. all they are. Because entertainment news is, um, you know, so and so is uh, writing a script for a new Star Wars movie, or this person's doing. You know what I mean? This movie will be out next year. Just started yeah. production. Or this week, like Tim Conway passed away. It was you know. Um, yeah. regular on the Carol Burnett show years ago. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. And That's... what did people do on social media? Most of them said to themselves, I didn't know he was still alive. And yeah. then posted yeah. just how important Tim Conway was, was to, to the yeah. development of the, you know, the, their families and their personality. Tim yeah. Conway was the most important comedian ever to walk the face of the earth. Nobody said his name aloud no. in the last 15 years. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, was he funny on the show? Of course he was. Uh, absolutely. Which is why it was one of the better shows at the time. He was yeah. a dwarf. He was yeah, dwarf on golf. One of the funniest things. Remember that? <laughs> and that was such a stupid thing, but it was hilarious. The I first my, time I saw yeah. it, I'm like, holy shit. You could yeah. see his legs behind yeah, him. Yeah, that's kind of what made it funny. That's, that's what, what made it funny. Yeah. I remember my dad showing me that when I was a kid. <laughs> I, yeah. Same thing. I thought it was great. Imagine if you did that right now, people would freak out. Yeah. You can't make fun you of can't midgets. Make fun of Peter Dinklage like that. <laughs> <laughs> his last name is Dinklage. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what perfect. I mean. Yeah. His name is. It sounds like a sound effect a midget would make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Motherfucker can act. Yeah. I've already God acknowledged damn. this. We're not getting yeah. into it. No, we're not going down that no, road. No, no, we're not. But, no, but I, I think but, where we're going is like all this stuff, it's just, it's ridiculous that the, the attention, the focus people put on these things that are not important. That are not important. And I yeah. think a lot of it is a distraction from other things they just don't want to deal with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, there's a lot of people that can go that can handle bad shit. We've all dealt with bad shit in our lives. Yeah. But there's some people that just need to be distracted. And I think this is one of those ways they do it. Yeah, exactly. I, that's just my, my thought. I, I get it. I mean, you know, escapism is a big part of what we do. Yeah. And so actually, it yeah, kind we're of, part of it. Now. <laughs> no, we are it? part of it. Yeah. We are part of it. And, and you know, it's funny. We talk about this a lot off the air. So, I mean, it's true. Like we're we're using this show as escapism. We use the internet and these movies as escapism. You guys yeah. have spent ten years watching eight seasons of Game of Thrones just for to piss off all its fans. Apparently, in the last five episodes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, just turning that blonde bad was a bad idea. Which is so stupid because it's been happening since fucking season two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more about the fact that dragons burned up a lot of people without explanation, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That now I got something to look forward to. Yep. But anyway. It distracts us from harsh truths. Yeah. That, I, yeah that's, that's what it that's is. That's a great way to say it. Yep. You know, there's a lot going on in the world. It's kind of what I alluded to in the intro. 
there are a lot of nasty things going on in the world. The fact that Tony Robbins, who's made a career out of supposedly helping people, ruined everything in one day. Well, yeah. not he didn't ruin it in one day. He's been doing this for years. But it yeah. got ruined in one day. And everybody that's ever followed him and, and believed in him and put their money into his programs is now sitting at home with their lives ruined because they realize they've made a terrible, terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A, but me, on the outside, I've never given a dime to that fucking horse tooth monster. <laughs> yeah. That, seriously, he just wanted to like hit tennis balls against his mouth. It's just ridiculous. He looks he like... He hit him back. He's got big tennis racket-sized <laughs> yeah. hands. Like, he looks like subway tiles. He really... <laughs> If a water tower had legs, it would look like him. <laughs> yeah. Those big bulbous ones, too. That has like a really long town name painted on it. <laughs> two rows of letters and words. It's like out in New Mexico, some Native American. <laughs> but uh, I got to ask, like, you know, since we're dealing with all these terrifying things, like what are some of the terrifying things that we're dealing with in our everyday lives that people have come to accept as, okay. Yeah, oh. no, I mean... Right, I mean, like you say, just to back up just a tiny bit, you know, you talk about being distracted from stuff and, you know, more people knew and talk about the fact that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian just released the name of their kid than they are that we're like on very close to fucking launching missiles at Iran. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And even having but, missiles launched at us. Well, having missiles launched at us. You know, and that's a, that's one of the things is the fact that there are thousands upon thousands of nuclear war warheads pointed at us, twenty four seven. Yep, <laughs> three hundred and sixty five. All they gotta do is hit a button. Well, I'm I'm sure it's a little more in de detail than that, but. But it's, Kanye and Kim are only going to have a baby once every nine months. Yeah. So I can see the importance. <laughs> yeah, I can see the importance. Yeah. The, no. Their whole family are just a bunch of Irish twins. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> but then the other thing, too, is, I mean, letting 16-year-old kids have driver's licenses. <laughs> All right, time out. How'd you get from nuclear weapons to a 16-year-old passing his driving test? Have more you ever seen a 16-year-old drive? Yeah, more yeah. likely I'm going to get killed by a 16-year-old kid driving on his <laughs> with his fucking phone in his hand. That I'll agree with, but you know, let's 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 circle back here. Okay, so the idea is, just so we're clear, the idea is harsh truths and stupid realities that we deal with, and we have gotten so numb to them just that we're just accepting them yeah. now as as, yeah. as calm. We've accepted the fact that people are going to, you know, just rave over Kanye's baby. Yeah, yeah. We've accepted the fact that we've got missiles pointed at us twenty four seven because you can't live in fear twenty four seven. So this is a harsh reality. No, it, you know I think it's different now because it's it's not a focal point of your day to day. And what I mean by that is is I think back to my parents growing up when they were in school and they were like grade school age. They had drills about what to do if missiles were launched at us or planes attacked. Yeah. So it was a, 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 a fear. It was reinforced, and it was a part of their lives. So there was a, more of a, an awareness, I think, for that generation. For us nowadays, there's there's so much there's so much <laughs> of, of that type of, of you know war and stuff going on in the world. It's not. There's no immediate threat to us. Yeah. Here, so it's not as prevalent in our day to day in the forefront of our, our minds. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you go back to like the um, 50s and the mm -hmm. 60s. 
when everybody was putting bunkers in their backyards. Right. You know, putting bomb shelters in, in their basements and yeah. all that stuff. And that doesn't... I mean, there are still people that do that now. But you, you know, they do, but, but it's not as it's, yeah widespread. They're actually mocked for doing it. They are, yeah. The, you know, there's te- like, like that TV show, Doomsday, Doomsday Preppers. Preppers. yeah. That show wasn't to... Um, like highlight these people. It was to bust their balls. Right. It was to poke fun at them. Like, look at these psychos. And yeah. some of them were out of their minds. They, some of them know? were, but there's. It's still rooted in, in in an honest fear of what could happen. Of what? Of the, whether we think they're crazy or not, based on what you just said, the potential's it's, there. It's there. It's there. It's not going it's, anywhere. It's not totally insane. It's, it, it, my grandparents' house, my mother's parents, was actually built and designed with. Nuclear fallout in mind. Their basement back then they thought radiation could only travel in straight lines. Yeah. So their basement was built with a bunch of corners and hallways that turned, so you could get to a, another side of the basement and the radiation. So they thought couldn't get to you. Yeah. It was bananas. You go down the basement. My grandma, my nana would say, "Hey, can you go down to the freezer?" She had a big, uh, like treat freezer in the basement. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> anyway, why don't you go down and get some popsicles for your, your sister and your cousins? Yeah. So I'd go down and you'd have to make like two lefts and a right to get to the damn freezer. Yeah. Just because it was the whole house was designed around having uh, a bunker in having it. Having a bunker in it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it, that doesn't happen anymore. It sounds like an amazing place to keep dead hookers. But, yeah. <laughs> right? They always had one room I couldn't get into. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big sex swing hanging from the ceiling and, <laughs> and whips and leather suits on the walls. <laughs> I deserve this right yeah. now. All kept safe from radiation. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want my hookers with boils on them. Yeah. Boils. But, I, but, well, like you said, right, at, right after 9-11, people, they were telling you, get uh, plastic and duct tape for your windows yep. in case of a... A chemical attack or a biological yeah. attack, stuff like that, and people were running out and doing it. Sure, but then a little bit of time goes by and nobody's doing it anymore. Everybody's used that duct tape, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and they threw the plastic out because yeah. it was yeah. taking up space. <laughs> the the duct know? tape's holding their light on the front of their house now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if something is designed to just tear my flesh apart and just eat it from the inside, saran wrap ain't going to help. That's what I said. No, but duct tape might. Duct tape might. Duct yeah, tape duct fixes tape a lot. Might do it. <laughs> I started laughing. I remember because my, you know, one of my uncles ran out and grabbed, he bought duct tape and plastic. And he was, and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, you know, my family, man. And I get it. He was just trying to protect. And I'm just like, that's crazy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you, you, the only way you could stop it would be to hermetically seal the, your house, and then you would just suffocate. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, but to, completely free of radiation. Free, completely <laughs> free of toxins. And, but, you know, Do you want to live painfully for three hours or die slowly for 12? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's just crazy to me. I was like, I'm just going to open my windows. Yeah. <laughs> just speed things up, you know? You kidding me? I just get that piece of shit car and push it on two wheels into this garage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I turn on the one thing that works in yeah. there and the engine and just take deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, those are, but those are, that's a legitimate, Yeah. you know, these things are legitimate, um, fears but we choose not to because yeah. they're scary and they are and i'm not saying so you shouldn't live in fear anyway but they've become acceptable people don't even think about it yeah you know 
That was crazy. I mean, think about when we grew up. And this might be going off topic, but who cares? <laughs> when what did we learn as kids? Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now we're we've got four different apps on our phones that have strangers come pick us up in cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have known nothing about them. Okay, at least in a taxi cab, you know, that guy was hired by somebody by a to company, do a got job. a license, and he, he has a number. Yeah, but Bob and his, you know, Plymouth and whatever, his Dodge Dart shows up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and he comes here and he's like, yeah, Phil is showing up or Bob is showing up and he's, he's in your driveway now. Now Bob knows where you live. Yeah. If he really has a vested interest in you. Yeah. And he's just a dude and he's hired by a media company. Lyft and Uber, they're not transportation companies. They're media and service delivery companies. Yeah. They owe no responsibility about what happens to you. I use it all the time because my life ain't worth shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if you've seen me, but not rape worthy. Yeah. (laughs) I charge you an extra 10 bucks for driving up your driveway. (laughs) I thought you were going to say charge you an extra 10 bucks to rape me. Yeah. Yeah. I missed that. I missed that one. <laughs> this is going to hurt. I yeah, need a 20. Yeah, I need <laughs> Or like, you know what? You know, you meet somebody at a bar. You get to know them. You meet them through a friend. You get to know them. You take your time with it. Now we've got apps that say, I'm going to get laid tonight. And even schleps like us can go out and get our dicks wet tonight if we really want yeah, to. Yeah, it's insane. You know, and so the whole idea of, of our childhood was, you know, Stay away from strangers. Get to know them until they're not strangers. Now, you know, that's right out the window. We don't have time for that. We don't have patience yeah. for that. The fact that we have such an immediate need for gratification, yep. I think, is a horrifying truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, it bothers me that my kids are going to grow up and make me look patient. Because I've yeah. gotten to a point where this phone can't be out of my hand. It's in my hand right now. That's that's one of the biggest things, like, with the internet and even, like, um. I hate saying it like the younger generation. I hate saying it like that, but it's true. They're, it's instant gratification. Everything is like that. And it's come down, I mean, right down to Netflix. You, people don't even want to watch shows. I know people that aren't watching, that haven't watched the Game of Thrones final season because they're waiting for the last one to come out so they can watch them all back to back. Like binge watch it. I'm like, that's well, ridiculous. There's something fun about treating it like a giant movie. I think that's cool. No, I, I get it. I've been watched, binge watched a ton of stuff on Netflix, but that's where it's heading. You know? And yeah, I, I, I get that. So part of the part of these shows and what gets you like every Sunday night, and I it's not games of the throne specific, but every Sunday night after it ends, it's like, oh, I gotta wait seven days to see what happens. Yeah. Exactly. But that keeps your interest, at least for us, for our generation. For our, yeah, exactly. It's, it's different for others. That's a good point. But, I know. mean, you know, going beyond TV, think about what you do with your phone. You check your email. Okay, you cleared out all your email. You've checked all your social. All your icons. Your screen is free. There are no little indicators. Yeah. Okay, you put the phone down. You're like, okay. And you wait two minutes, and then what do you do? You pick <laughs> up your fucking phone. Yep. Is your life that important that you, you're going to be checking email constantly? Because 90% of the time, emails aren't fun. No. 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 You got something to do at work, or you did something wrong at work. Or, or someone's so- trying to make your dick bigger. <laughs> 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 or if you're at my work, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble. You need a bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, that I'm I'm victim of it. Okay, I, I'm that guy now. Melissa and I don't even really watch TV anymore. We kind of listen to it. Yeah. And if something catches our attention with our ears, then our eyes will go up. 
There are a handful of exceptions. Certain shows we never missed. We watch all the finales. I watched The Big Bang Theory last night. Actually, a pretty good finale. Yep. Did a good job with that. We Our eyes were fixated. I can't remember the last time she and I watched a show consecutively for 60 minutes without taking our eyes off of that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we're not young people, and yet we're still doing it. So we. it's not even fair to say younger generation. No, that's why Our I'm whole saying, society no, is that's, yeah. And that's it. It's... it's that's, that's a was, societal change. Yeah. That's not a, a personality or generational exactly. thing. That's what I was saying. I hated saying it because it really isn't that. Because but you also I'm mentioned the texting and driving for the 16-year-old. It ain't just them. They're probably no, better no, at it than not. we would be or we are. Oh, well, yeah. I'll give them that. They're but used still. to multitasking. But I, I think it's there's a difference between societal changes and... I, well, maybe there isn't. As I'm, say, as I'm saying this, my brain is, is changing my mind. Like, well, do you I, think this is a good thing? Do you think a lack of attention span is positive for any generation? I, yeah, that's there's zero attention. There's no span. way to tell. There's no way to tell. When we were kids, are you serious? Li- when we listen, when we were kids, playing video games or sitting close to the TV was going to rot your brain. It was yeah, bad, it was bad for, for you. Your, it was bad for your eyes to sit close to the television. Right. Now they give you VR glasses. Now they put the television <laughs> on your face and yeah, close it yeah, in. Yeah. So I, I, I think. Changes in society and things—it's—it's it's natural. It's evolution on a very small, sped-up scale. I think. It's, but at the same time, I wonder too if, like, the internet. When we were kids, if you needed to look something up, you had to either have a dictionary or an encyclopedia in your house. Yep. Or you had to go to the library and find out. Yeah. Now, you could ask me a question and I can answer it, answer you. Within 30 seconds because of the phone that I have in my hand. Yeah, because you don't have right? to type it. You can just ask it. You can, Yeah, I can ask it like fucking Star Trek. Computer, what's yeah. the fuck? You know? <laughs> you know, and it's insane. I mean, it's awesome. It's a great tool. But now you don't have to memorize this stuff either because it's just there. You could ask it again. So is it making people dumber as well? Or is it making them more efficient? Uh, maybe it is. Why this, is efficiency such a goal? I'm just. I, I'm this country just, ran just fine for years with people who didn't have the answer all the time. Sure. And they worked to get the answer, and that's how we usually determine who were the smart ones and who were the lazy ones. Fair. So now we're at a point where anybody can be an expert. Do you know what it kills me? Is that there's no more bar arguments. One of the best parts about going to a neighborhood bar was getting into that big deep bar discussion. Yeah. Watch old episodes of Cheers. They would debate. Yeah. Stupidest things. You can actually quantify things now and then get that answer within milliseconds at your fingertips. But there was a, there's a lost art that comes with this efficiency. It's all questions and answers now. I feel yeah. like George Orwell had this answer, you know. <laughs> In and, 1948. Yeah, I mean, you know, say what you will about Oceania. 84 was the book. 48 is when he wrote it. Okay. So, <laughs> but no one well, can thanks. deny that that was a very efficient society. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it made it a better one. I think one of the things that makes us human is the ability to converse and the ability to communicate. We're not communicating anymore. We're sitting there finding the answer and showing the phone screen. We're not even saying it anymore. Here, look, I got proof. I'm right, you're wrong. Conversation over. Let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is that the conversation that would have could probably lead to a million other good things. We're on a show right now with three guys sitting around having a conversation. Sure. Okay, and granted, we're talking about things that don't necessarily have answers. But yeah. would this be a better show if we just said, nope, you're wrong, click? Well, there's, there's something between being able to look up an answer and have a definitive, here it is. Here's X, Y, Z, the answer. Yeah. Versus 
What are your thoughts? What do you think? How do you see things happen where you're, you know, speculating and, and trying to take information we have, project it out in the future and see what do you think is going to happen? So I, I'm, I'm not totally, di- I'm not discounting what you guys are saying. What I'm, what I'm proposing is the generation, I'm a big, I'm one of the biggest critics of millennials. Like I see them come through jobs and they're just fucking lazy. But yeah. <laughs> I also see them able to check their phone, type notes, and listen to what I'm saying all at the same time and retain it. They're very good at multitasking. They can do more things. But that, you just said they can't right. use it, though. They're lazy. Maybe not yet, but what I'm saying is it may be going someplace. But why are they lazy? Because all the answers are already in front of them. Yes. Yeah. And all I agree. The, okay, and there, you know, there's something to be said about taking a pen and putting, committing it to writing and committing that to memory. Yeah. In 15 years, they're going to be running things, though. Yeah. That's, Maybe, no. but what are they going to run? Because they can't stay at a job for more than 15 months, kind of like me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I don't think that's the answer. But then also, how dangerous is it, though, that we have, we, you know, we talk about having these answers. How easy is it to push misinformation, though? You know, granted, like, you know, in the United States and, and, and tons of other countries, you can go and Google search something and get get these answers there's other countries that you can't you know um like so, like look at like north korea they, sure they go online everything is controlled by the government there's, so they every, have like 15 websites all yeah. run by the government right and, yeah, yeah. And so any information that they're getting is all misinformation and they're like yeah we're awesome woo right you know so how easy is it for them to slowly change that, even if it was, say, a UN decision, <laughs> said, you know what, let's start putting this out there. Let's start doing this with Google or doing that with Google and, and using these things to, to push disinformation and make things go their way a little easier. And you would fall <coughs> right into it because all your trust has gone into this stupid thing in your hand and Google, a fucking company called Google. I mean, I can, I can yeah. throw the same argument at you. That like 30 years ago, Britannica could have said, you know what, let's fucking put well, a bunch of ridiculous shit in this. And they probably did. And, well, I mean, they, you, we know they did. You know, and, and it's a fact because there's a lot of misinformation about just our history in general. Sure. You know, and it was based on who was writing it at the time, who was in charge of Britannica. The guy could have been, you know, whatever. It doesn't Kanye have, West. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the Britannica, sir. I'm reading. I got to look up Psalm 15 in Britannica. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I go back and forth because I'm glued to my phone. I, I just don't think it's a positive honestly, thing. I mean, I, I I use Google constantly. I'm not. Saying we all do it. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm simply saying that there, we can't definitively say that the way this new generation is developing will not turn out positively. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Every generation. Was was criticized by the one before for the way they acted and behaved for certain for whatever reason, and things turned out pretty okay. Yeah, I don't know. Since the industrial I'm t- revolution, I feel like, I'm sorry, Craig, but I feel like the work ethic has gone down mm-hmm. based on what we've learned about. I mean, there were lazy sacks of shit back in the 1910s too. Well, yeah, all those yeah, seven yeah. year olds couldn't keep up lifting <laughs> fucking coal. Like I get it, but yeah, <laughs> but that Eli Whitney, what a go getter. Yeah, <laughs> I think the, the one. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing I think about 
you know, the internet and, and the new generation of people coming up is it's that population control. The population should slowly die down because every kid thinks that you have to finish on her face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's actually affected the way I watch porn too. If they like, I see a really hot girl in the little thumbnail. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the porn I want to watch. Wait a minute, 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who has that kind of time? Yeah. I'm not lighting a candle and drinking a bottle of yeah. wine here. Yeah. You just you pause it for 15 seconds, let it completely load, and skip to the last 38 seconds. Yeah. I, I, I like the compilation videos better. I wish real movies did like compilations like fucking Pornhub does. Did you say compilation? I did, because yeah. that's what they're called. <laughs> Just 22 minutes of nutting. <laughs> I wish real movies did that, though. I, I wish like Paramount Pictures put out like just the endings of all their movies. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Thanos with a finger snap. Okay, Tony Montana getting gunned down in a pile of cocaine. I would watch that on repeat. Yeah. And it would just call it Millennial Hub or something because we have no fucking attention spans. Millennial Hub. Fucking population goes down. That's incredible. Do you know what my favorite part of this whole segment was? That Dave pretended he didn't know what a compilation was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so full of shit in her. I, I got a baby at home. I got a baby. How do you think I know what this is? <laughs> no, because if you were watching it, then you would have pulled out. I have bad aim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he watches cream pileations. Oh Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm here because daddy loved mommy so much he didn't nut on her face. Yeah. <laughs> and that's any kid, not just yours. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, what amazing. am I apologizing for? You made an anal joke about my wife about 30 <laughs> seconds into the last episode. I didn't do it. <laughs> no, yeah, she gets forgiven because she's Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as much fun as it is to think about this millennial generation slowly dying off because they're just spilling children on faces and dumping them in assholes I, <laughs> you got me you got me thinking like what if that actually happened like what if generations started dying out we start thinking about like the end of the world yeah like we're, i feel like we're kind of going that direction like things are be- yeah. we're ignoring things that are potentially world ending well you yes. must have been watching the news this week because that's exactly what's going on. They're the well, big, yeah. uh, the uh, birth rate's at an all-time low. Right. That's per right. capita. Less yeah. people are having babies, and, and it probably because a lot of these millennials, are, they, they were raised to believe that when you're done having sex, you pull out and make a mess on her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those poor girls have to pretend they like it. Yeah. I like so, when they drop to their knees, and it takes the guy a couple of minutes. Yeah. And he has to just sit there and look up at her. <laughs> Look down at her. With their mouth. Oh. (laughs) Stupid look on their face. Then they moan, mostly because it got in their eyes and it's under their contact. (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking about 20 years of optometry visits instead of. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. Oh, shit. (laughs) What's your favorite part about sex? When it stops burning. (laughs) 
No more retinal burn. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, so nothing like cornea holding a girl. <laughs> oh shit. It's great. It's almost like we've been talking about porn for ten other minutes off the air. <laughs> Fourth wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so besides the millennials having bad aim, yeah. what, what, you, what, what are some things you guys think? If you if you think about some of the awful shit we talked about, do you see any of that bringing us to a point where society just degrades to a point where we're back to animals? One of the things that seems to be happening in the world today is everybody's starting to side with their own people. And I'm putting that in the biggest pair it's of air quotes happened, I've ever seen. Yeah, it's but. always happened, but it seems to be more divide. We're supposed to be in a world that's supposed to be more accepting. And we keep talking yeah. about acceptance. And every Christmas, we hug it out with everybody. <laughs> and then on January 1st, it's all over and we go yeah, back to hating yeah. each other. We're getting to a point now where the divide is worse than it's ever been, yet we have more connectivity with the other side. Yeah. And so we're increasing connection while decreasing understanding. And we're increasing hatred while we're decreasing communication. Yeah. And so, we're, you know, we're on, we're, we're basically exposed to more of the other people, and yet we like them less. And I think that's something that's a concern. Do you feel that society would be better if we just kind of sectioned off with our own people? And, let, and you, know, you know, excluded from one another completely. I, and I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just posing no, the question. No, no, I know you all right, so uh, no, I get what you're saying, but the, I still think that it doesn't matter. Within that section, people would start to branch off into like-minded. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter um, whether I didn't you, say just look the same. As your own people. No, I'm saying that's but that's what I'm. Uh, <laughs> we, we, three of us would be very lonely. Yeah, I, that. that <laughs> <laughs> Er. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, that's, it, that's a good question because Craig, you started to go down where the where I thought my first thought was people that look the same. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if that's racist thought or thinking, but I I, I no. think it's just natural. Yeah, you start to think. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what I mean. It becomes a natural thought. You think yep. of your own of your own people, and you think, what do you mean, my own people? Like so, you know. It's, so I think. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, no, so I think even if you grouped together, that's why I've always said this anyway. If you throw a thousand people into the room and you waited three days and came back, there would be groups. Of course there would. And if you threw a thousand of the same identical people into a room and you came back in three days, there would be groups. Yeah. It's human nature. Yep. And it's human nature of like-mindedness. You know, you find somebody... Who, agrees a little bit with you know your side of sure. thinking or or even just hey i kind of like you, you you know what i mean yeah and then you've already separated yourself not necessarily separated yourself but you've become a group yeah and it just it and it, that cycle just continues i think i think you're right i think whether you're grouped together because you have similar interests or trains of thought or physical characteristics you're going to gravitate towards a certain section of people. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yep. And I think what Brad was asking, though, is should those groups of people, however they migrate together, 
should they be kept separate or should they separate themselves from those other groups? From everyone I mean, else. I, and I mean, I'm talking true physical divide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And you have your enough to sustain you. You might not have all the same crops. That would be unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About as unrealistic as this whole scenario. Yeah. But, <laughs> but let's just assume that everybody pocketed it off. And there were certain people that had northeastern <laughs> crops and northeastern livestock, and then the, you know down south it's still warmer, and they got different things. But everybody was able to sustain a lifestyle that they were familiar with. Would that be better for keeping the peace if you could keep a self-sustaining society together, you know, without it becoming like incestuous, like Game of Thrones? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think it would be interesting to watch to see if. Ultimately, our desire to grow as a, a species and, you know, advance the species would cause us to break down those walls and seek out different people. Because I'm not talking about, like, hundreds of people. I'm talking like you've got, like, a million well, yeah. fucking weird white people with glasses. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you've got a million black people you know, with doctorates and you've got a million Asians over here that only speak Portuguese. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you're talking real niches here, but large enough groups that it's not inbreeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I get what you're saying. And I think, I, but even that goes back to the human nature thing. Like you were saying, you know, you wouldn't all have the same crops. So you would have to trade with another, if you wanted those crops, you'd have to, trade. you don't want them. Oh, you don't want them? You're just basically in your own bubble. Okay, right now, there's no need for you to have them. Would the want that you just asked me about force you to cross those boundaries and try to seek out other people? Is that what real human nature is? I think, I think eventually curiosity or just desire to see something different would. I, th I think people would move like, you know, I'm going to be the one who breaks the cycle. I'm going to go wander over to the Puerto Rican section and see how they're doing. They looked like they were having fun last night. They had that parade and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think... That, they're you know, not like a block away. Yeah. Uh, miles and thousands of miles. Yeah. Like that, you know? But I, I think it was, curiosity would, would, would send somebody across that border, uh, for lack of a better term. I agree with you. And I think because that's human nature. Yeah. But I don't want to step on Dave. Go. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're good. I think, uh, you know, at some point, I think resources drive exploration as well. We're talking about people having different crops and access yeah. to things. I think at some point, just based on circumstances out of control, out of your control, you have to start branching out. You have a couple rough winters. You don't get your crops back. Uh, where else can we go to find some? You know, so I yeah. think eventually... It happens, but if if you drill it down to human nature, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you guys. I think it happens. Yeah, inevitably someone's gonna go start looking. They're gonna have to because somebody's gonna be like, "What? Check this thing out. It's yeah. called a pineapple." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Again, you know, let's, no, assume, let's, let's assume we all know what a pineapple is, we, but all of our people are here. We have voluntarily chosen to segment to ourselves. Segment. Yeah, and, okay. and just to keep the peace. Yeah. Okay. We want peaceful societies, and maybe because of you know, as a real extreme example of what's going on in the world today, where everybody seems to be pocketing it off with people that they agree with. You know, all those people that post those inflammatory revelations yeah. about politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are they speaking to? Everybody that agrees with them already. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yep. they're already looking to segment themselves because you know they're only putting it out there for affirmation. They want somebody to be like, right on. 
I totally agree with you. And then the instant somebody disagrees with them on that thread, what are you doing, you asshole? You're a loser. You're a dummy. You listen to that just for having an opinion. So maybe if they're building walls right there, if we actually physically did it in the wake of an apocalypse, you know, or some kind yeah. of climate change where it forced everybody to pocket together and maybe all the white Republicans end up, you know, let's just call it Alabama. You know, they all end up... <laughs> <laughs> What about that? Yeah, the birth rate's real low. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord knows they tried. Is right? it too soon? And I think the joke was early too. Yeah. The joke was a little early, but whatever. <laughs> Give a shit. Whatever. I, I just feel like if we'd create these lines, you know, and it, it would seem peaceful in the beginning, but I think human nature would win out. And yeah. we'd want something different. You'd so, want something different. I I think human nature in a different way would win. I think it would be fear that would drive us to go out. Because if we voluntarily voluntarily separated ourselves, we'd want to make sure that we stayed separate. Yeah. So people will start venturing out to make sure that no one else is getting closer. Is getting, yeah. That, I see fear driving people to move out and make that, sure that they're still alone. That, like, is there a conspiracy against us? Right. Do those other two groups join forces? Right. <laughs> and now they're coming. Right. Like, are we, yeah. are, are we the, the 50-year-old white girl was surrounded by... Yeah. Are we, are we the yeah. 50-year-old white woman surrounded by a bunch of black dudes right now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, but I think fear fear is the emotion that drives people out of those yeah. voluntarily segmented Fear sections. would drive them to look out, or fear would drive them to stay closer within? Both. They would... The motivation is... How does that fence feel up your ass? The, <laughs> the motivation is we want to stay separate and close, but we need to make sure there's no one else encroaching on our space. And, and the, yeah, it's, it's human nature to think. And then not only that, to get a, a, a sense of uh, we're better than them. Yeah. which Because we, we all agree with ourselves. Yeah. We're better than them. So you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> so that would be me. I'd be like, if everybody here is agreeing and we're all getting along, what's wrong with that? I mean, I guess you want a little bit of difference because yeah. otherwise this shit gets boring real yeah. quick. But I mean, ultimately, it's still falling within the same lines because, again, we're doing it voluntarily now. Like people are only hanging out, whether it be in real life or online with people well, that they agree but with. But they that's, want everyone else to hear them. But that's a general. That's a general. That's, a that's how point. you make friends. You, you know, you how do you know about this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but you don't. You don't start to talk to people or have like this group right here with people that you don't like. You may not agree on everything as a whole, but you're like-minded in a sense. You know what I there's mean? There's enough there to. There's enough there to say. Oh, you know what? I, you know, I, I like this guy. I like spending time with this person. Um, you know, we're friends now. You know. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough. I don't know. It's weird because, like I said, no matter what, no matter how many people you put that you said, these people think exactly the same and you put them in an area, they're going to separate after a while. They're going to break off into their own groups. Especially and, if we're making up these groups of people that existed in our current society. If yeah. this happened after the fact, but they hadn't forgotten everything. Okay, those people would pocket off almost immediately. Yep. yep. You watch that show Big Brother, and they're, they're all a bunch of like weird, like hard bodies and and yeah. and, and pretty people. Yep. And within minutes, 
they're finding reasons to pair off and create alliances. And yeah. The same thing would happen in the real world, no matter how many millions of people were behind those walls. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Then that kind of brings up what I think is probably going to be our last topic of the year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're talking about human nature. We're talking about all of the ways it could go wrong. What do you think are the best and worst parts of human nature now? Wow. No, no, yo, I didn't say it was going to be a short section. No, no, no. <laughs> no I just said it was going to be our last section. I, I, you know, I said in the intro, we, we cast a pretty wide umbrella tonight. We did. We were getting a little too niche, you know, talking about that guy's. Yeah. And then Sally Struthers' thighs. And rice. And rice. <laughs> I love the Joey B, and we got to give Joey B another shout. Yes. Joey B actually looked everywhere but the dark web to find... <laughs> Yeah, a thing of thighs and rice. Yeah, he's, he's like, I tried to look for a gift everywhere on the internet of thighs and rice. And, and I he- got to give this out to Joey B. Joey B, you moved to Virginia for work, and yet all of your photos indicate you're never there. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, I have seen pictures of the beach of Colonial Williamsburg and everything else. Go the fuck to work. <laughs> as much as I appreciate all of the love you're throwing our way. <laughs> Get the fuck to work. Yeah. <laughs> I know what Joey's feet look like in Tevas, but I don't know yeah. what his office looks like. Well, that's the other thing. Joey, don't wear Tevas. Yeah. <laughs> 1999 is over. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Joe. Thank you. All right, but I mean, well, we, we just showed the worst parts of human nature. Yeah. <laughs> We had a guy who like literally just shared our stuff and wanted we to trash him. We just destroyed him. <laughs> we love you so much. We hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I don't know, man. I think if I, if I got to lead off this section, yeah. I think I love the fact that we finally evolved to a, a society that can create art. You know, there were cave drawings, but they were all functional. Uh, it was. This is what I did today. Yeah. Type stuff. And yeah. It was communication. It yep. wasn't art. But somehow we've managed to turn that into art where people were communicating emotions that weren't able to be spoken. Sure. Or able to be visually done. And they created ways to communicate that. Now, I'm not an artsy fartsy guy. You know, my wife is an artist. Like, yep. She's good at this stuff. And she can interpret art in many different ways. But I love the fact that we have the ability to do just that. Yep. Interpret it. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw things when I used to go to the Met and all these, you know, museums and you'd see this. It would like one canvas where right when you walked in, you made a left and there was a blue canvas with a white dot in it. And there were people staring at it. <laughs> staring at it. And I'm like, that's a blue canvas with a white dot. In it. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure his purpose was to get a bunch of pretentious douchebags to stare at his painting. <laughs> yeah. Well, did, did you see those kids not too long ago went to that? Um, art, there was an art gallery. They were having this big showing, and they took a pair of sunglasses and put it on the floor near the wall. Oh, yeah. And walked away. And people thought it was an art <laughs> and people exhibit. people thought it was an exhibit, and people were staring at it and contemplating it and talking about it. And it was this kid put a piece of, pair of sunglasses on the floor. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's the downside to it. You give everybody an inch, and they're going to take a month. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think fucking, that... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, when you've got art... You know, and that's a whole episode unto itself. What is art and all that. But I feel like people have abused it because they've created things on purpose just to get people talking. I think real art creates conversation organically. Yes. Yeah. So so that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think the worst part of that, the downside, if you will, 
is that we also have the ability to create judgment and hatred as a result of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, that's absolutely right. And with that, I'm done. I won't cut Dave off. Anymore. No, no, I was, I was just piling on what, what Craig said. I remember, I think it was uh, James Franco created this art exhibit. It was just three empty picture frames hanging on a wall. Yeah. Like I, and if we if we could put Brad's face right now on on, on the page, yeah, it kind of captures what I'm getting at. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I hear like I've never been into looking at visual art in terms of paintings and things like that, or, or even um, but, sculptures. I, I don't look at them and I don't interpret, they don't, they don't hit me in that interpretive emotional but way. But have you ever had one though? Have you ever looked at, not, no, not so much like emotionally or anything, but something you're just captivated by it. Cause I, it just happened to me the other day in a house. There was a painting in a house and I walked in and I looked at it. And I was like, wow, I love that painting. And I was just staring at it, looking at all the detail in it, and I wasn't interpreting it. It was, it was just, it was a picture of a fucking like a barn mm-hmm. on a river, you know, yep. you know. But it was just, there was just something about it that I really liked the whether it was the the colors that they used because it was very gray mm-hmm. and and dark. I don't know, it was weird, but it was one of those things that just struck me. I was like, I I liked it a lot. So that's kind of I find that funny because then i look at other things and i'm like you know just because some dude graduated from risd because he doesn't want to work and calls himself an artist and just takes different colors and slaps the brush on the paint and throws paint at the thing and says oh look what i created yeah fucking anybody can do that (laughs) you know i get it and if you take that and you put that up against jackson pollock who made that style famous yeah you'll see the difference because Jackson Pollock did it with intent. You can see where there were angry thrusts versus gentle thrusts. And he created those paintings over the course of several days. And it was always a range of emotions that made each painting. Yeah. And you can see which day he would work in darker colors and heavier throws. And then he'd end lighter. And it was basically saying, I was in a dark spot and now I'm lighter. It told a story even by not having anything like tangible on the page. Yeah. Or I on the yeah. canvas, I should say. But, I'm saying, but people followed that like... like I, I'm I'm an artist like Jackson. He's like, no, you're not. You want to be an artist. You can't draw. Yeah. And so yeah, <laughs> you can't draw a skull. So you just started mashing paint. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. That those things that kind of pisses me off. But the, but there's always been. But even that, even you might find something in that mess that that these people made. Yeah. And look at it and say, I actually like that one. That one's kind of cool. Whether it's the color scheme or, sure. or the directions that the that the you know strokes are in or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I for me, I've I I can look at certain works of art like sculptures and paintings, and I can appreciate the, the craftsmanship that yeah. went into it. I guess, but those things have never for me kind of resonated more than appreciating the skill. What does get me, and I th- I think this probably falls in we can where Brad was going debate art is music. Yeah, yeah. I, we're all we're all we all like music. We, yeah. we have similar tastes. Brad likes things that are want to make you want to kill people. But yeah, um, <laughs> but for whatever your, your music makes me want to kill. Yeah, you. that's probably about right. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, music in this there's, there's uh, I, I'm kind of all over the place with what. I, but there's certain songs and bands that'll catch me, and that affects yeah. me more than other things. It, so than other things, yeah. It, it, but. For whatever reason, and I think this is where Brad was going, we've evolved to the point where one person create can create something, 
for one reason. Someone else can hear it, see it, whatever, and they can appreciate it for an entirely different personal reason and it'd be meaningful. Yeah. That is, that's art, I that's think. That's the and definition that, of it, basically. So I be. think that's that's one of those... Yeah, that definitely... Uh, and what's even deeper than that? You've created something where you can have more than one right answer. That's right. Okay, because everybody's looking at it a different way. What's funny is I actually went to a museum with my art class back in middle school, I think it was, and we were all amazed because there was this guy sitting in front of a famous painting with his own canvas, and they let you bring in your own canvas and paints, and he was recreating the whole painting. Yeah. And it was, it was a perfect replica. Like, this guy had gotten the brush strokes down. And we were like, wow, look at that guy. What an artist. And my art teacher was like, he's no artist. He's Bob Ross. <laughs> he's not. He, and I'm like, what are you talking about? He just took, he made the same thing. Because we were only trained at that point to see the end result. Yep. Yeah. He's like, he had no idea why that guy painted that, what drove him, what he was thinking when he did it. Yeah. And that's the difference. And as we get older, we see it. Just like music. Anybody can take a guitar and make it sound like a certain band. Right. Yeah, I, you know there are a million cover bands. Band. There's a million cover bands out there. Yeah, <laughs> cover, and even if not covers, you got bands that sound like Pearl Jam, bands that sure. sound like Metallica, bands that sound like the Rolling Stones, but it doesn't make them the original article. That's right. There was a reason the Rolling Stones got together, and why, by and large, are still together intact because they made music that mattered to them, and they wrote songs that mattered to them. And I'm, I'm hijacking your segment. No, here, not at all. It, it, they they made something that mattered to them, but it other people hear it and it matters to them for different reasons. And I guess that's where I was going. Is is <clears throat> that's that's art. It's one thing to be like, wow, he's a really good guitarist. He's incredible. Versus that song you made is kind of making me have these feelings or think back of of times in my life or whatever it is. That I think there's a, a distinction there to be made. And I, I think uh, what you made us is like what you the point you were making was that's one of the good things about who we are is we've been able to get to a point where we're beyond these base n- needs and we can yeah. kind of do all this interpretive stuff, I guess. Yeah, so I'm with you there. We're, we can have a conversation about why the Rolling Stones suck, yeah, yeah, because well, they do. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I stood in, right, I was uh, did a job, Anthony Quinn. The actor. Oh, yeah. Right. So I did a job in his house. And he has a Picasso hanging in the in the main room when you first walk in. You have a Picasso <laughs> in your house, don't you? Huh? Nothing? Oh, mine is black. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just Craig's so, mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, so his wife is like, oh, yeah, like that, you know, like My that's, she's like, like that's that. a Picasso. That's an original Picasso. And I'm looking at it and... In my head, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, "Wow, Picasso sucks." <laughs> I was like, "Like the fuck, this guy can't fucking do anything." Like, the fuck is that? It looks like shit. Everything that Picasso did that is famous for being a Picasso was done within a two to three year period. Yeah, he had a yeah. period of realism before that that he wasn't very good at, and then he tried adjusting it again after. He's just like a band that changes its sound. Yep. To adapt to the, the times, he caught lightning in a bottle, wrote two good albums, yeah, and then moved on, <laughs> and he tried to, ca- to stick around way too long. Yeah. That's what happened to Picasso. The fact that he's like the Google or the Xerox 
of like artists. Like when you say somebody's an artist, hey Picasso, yeah, what's going on? They, it drives ridiculous. me crazy. There's so many better ones. No, exactly. <laughs> but even that, so that gets me to think like, you know, when I think artist, you know, you look at some, like Michelangelo. Yeah. You know, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Um, those guys, they, they did some incredible shit. Yeah, all artists that dealt with flaccid cocks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so Craig's into it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'll make them in stone, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean. This is the hardest soft dick ever. <laughs> but they kept. <laughs> 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 they got that curly mop of hair on their heads and they're cracked. But um But you see like you see those you see those things and the 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 realism behind them is is good. Yeah. You know, you look it's at it it's good. It's, it's just it, good. No, it's, I'm saying it's a B minus. It's a B minus. No, I'm saying it's, there's realism to it's the like picture. It's like the Birdemic too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. <laughs> No, but I'm saying they actually capture what things looked like. They weren't just thrown on on a canvas, sure. you know. Like I got you. But then you then you have someone like Salvador Dali, who created these, you know, with the melting clocks and all this stuff. But it looked like a clock that was melting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's that's incredible to me. That was talent. That was, you know, really good stuff. Yeah, someone like. Picasso, all these other people, you know, granted there might might have been emotion behind or a reason behind what he did it. Is it attractive to me? Not really. You know, I I yeah. don't know. I I just find it. I don't know. I find it funny. But that's but that's the other thing. It's it's that's uh, almost back to last week's episode. It's a perception. It's it's and it's not a base need. They weren't just trying to communicate something because they needed more food for their tribe. Yeah, yeah, right. right? It's, yeah, it's we've evolved to the point where we can create this stuff and me, have it mean things on a deeper level than just "I need shit" or "We were here two weeks they, ago." You could, you could do it for a living. Yeah, it's crazy that Art let off this conversation. This was not the intention. No, for this no. segment, but I, I, it actually bleeds right into my next one. If you guys will go for it, I, I think one of the other best things about human nature is our the ability to change your mind sure okay some you know you're not committed once you say something no okay what's crazy about social media is that we're actually going backwards because once something's in, out there it's out, out there, there it's out there yeah and you know not to devolve this into something crazy but there's a wrestler right now who's very popular and he came out um and the, this week and he was like you know he's he's very popular and WWE is pushing him very heavily. And somebody went back and found him on bodybuilding forums five, six years ago, making absolutely abhorrent racist comments and disgusting comments. And he had to address the entire locker room and he had to address the public. And you realize that he changed his mind. He had decided to get into a business where he was dealing with black people. And he got, got into a business where he was dealing with people of other races and he was okay with it. And he realized, hey, I was wrong. I was wrong. But I, those comments you know, were still there. Yeah. yeah. And so I almost wonder if we're going backwards now. Because you can change your mind and become a better person, but your comments are still out still, there permanently emblazoned you. on the internet. Yeah. Right. 
And, you know, I don't think he's inherently a bad guy. I think he was falling into a trap, which we've done on this show occasionally, where you make some jokes and you say some things and you don't necessarily mean them. But that shows you the impact of words and the impact of just how crazy it is that you put something out there and it's there forever. Yeah. You know, and I mean, if any of us run for office, don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I think the worst, you know, the the flip side to that is the inability of human nature to use that ability more often. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to admit they were wrong. No. Wow. Coming from Brad. That's amazing. I was just going to say that. (laughs) I told you, as soon as I do it, I'm on that. Totally. I have admitted when I'm wrong on this show. I've changed my mind mid-episode. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? And I just talked about like the death penalty thing. How many times I've, I've flip-flopped on yeah. that a thousand times throughout my life. You know? I've settled. Yeah. <laughs> Where they all I mean, need to go. On, on the and, right side. On the right side, yeah. Every three weeks you get a dateline that some convicted murderer has been cleared on DNA evidence. Like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't just kill people all the time. Yeah. Exactly. That's but, what I mean. But, but, I get it. But you know, being able to change your mind... That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I I, I can I'm gonna kind of go down that route as well. But um, I look at people who adopt children or foster children like that's a big thing. Yeah, like Brad and I have kids. Like it's it's hard to love them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, and we yeah. made them. Yeah, <laughs> but for some people to to kind of sacrifice that part of their life and, and say, I want to take someone else's child and raise them because that, to per, adulthood. That, that person deserves a chance. That that's amazing. Yeah. You don't see that yeah. like that that doesn't happen in nature. And it's very rare that it happens. Yeah. It's very rare that it happens. Right. I'm <laughs> hoping the people that adopt my kids are gonna feel that <laughs> <laughs> so do they. Well it's funny <laughs> <laughs> it's funny funny though because that like one of my things i think is the best about human is selfless acts and Mm. that's one that falls in that umbrella yeah any selfless act for any reason big or small to me is a, a positive thing it's whether it's holding a door open for somebody yeah to whatever you know to i mean like Kids in in that school, that kid jumping in front of yeah. a, a gunman to save other people. That's a selfless yeah. act, and that's a kid doing it. And that's it. a kid doing it. Yeah, and that's to me speaks volumes, um, for the hope for the hu- human race, <laughs> you know, yeah. the hope of humanity. There's still and people. There's, like there's that. still people like that, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that was one of mine. Yeah, I, I think. I'm going to kind of go with where Brad was going is, is the flip side to that ability to be selfless is there is a part of the human nature where people are kind of slaves to their emotions, especially when you think about like rage and fear, things like that. People snap and they, they murder other people and like crimes of passion. We talk about like someone can be so emotionally damaged that in an instant they can, Change and just fucking kill someone. Yeah, like that—that's amazing to me. That still happens. Yep. But that's—I think that's a, but one of the downsides. I see it happen. Like sure. I, I could almost see it. Like if I walked into my house 
<laughs> and my wife was splayed out on a bed, and some dude was like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you're going to get shot. <laughs> you know? So I kind of get that, you yeah. know? And the, but those are, those are, and that, that goes back to the other thing. Those are crimes that you say, you know what? That, and that to me, you know, that, he did wrong. He killed the person, but yeah, that that to me is is kind of a sign that we're not evolved to the point that we think we are. Yeah, because that's what animals do in the wild. Mm-hmm. They fucking they kill rivals. Yep. They f- lions will murder babies because they're not theirs. Yeah. Right. So, so things like that, we're not as evolved. And I, I loved how Brad phrased it earlier, where we're so arrogant that we think we're above all these other things. We're not. No, we're not even close. We just yeah. have better tools. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. Exactly. And even then, I wonder because we don't know how to use them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we haven't reached that point of our evolution as the human beings. But I will tell you one guy that <laughs> I think has totally mastered the best part of human nature, and it's a guy on Pornhub. <laughs> Something we've already mentioned far too many times tonight. But there's actually a guy on Pornhub. Where who he's basically creating G-rated videos. He created an account on Pornhub, and he's spoofing all of the worst porn cliches with G-rated videos. <laughs> really? And this is 100% safe for work. Okay, this guy's great. He has video titles such as, I deliver you a pizza, but don't put my wiener in it. <laughs> I'm your plumber, and I actually fix your pipe. <laughs> and, and my personal favorite one, because it really speaks to where Pornhub is today, says, I'm your stepbrother, but I decline your advances, but I'm flattered nonetheless. <laughs> the guy's a genius. There was one video where it, the video was basically called I said, I walked in on you masturbating, but then I realized the awkwardness of the situation and left immediately. <laughs> the killer part of this is he's a comedian, and his, his name is Ryan Creamer. <laughs> he's done the Upright Citizens Brigade. He worked yeah. for college. He nice. was, I mean, this guy's a pro. That's fucking funny But he shit, made the absolute you. best videos. And the, the beauty of it is Pornhub isn't denying this. That's great. Because with Pornhub, all you have to do is create an account and sign a waiver saying, yeah, you understand the, what's going on yeah. here. Yep. So he's just putting out these 15 to 25 second videos of him just creating a scenario and then saying, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got, I, he's got one video. He put it out. It's time to snuggle. and then his very first video was I tuck you in after you come (laughs) if that isn't the best and worth because honestly he's a guy who's on both sides of it He, he realizes that porn isn't inherently a bad thing it's a bad thing when people take it too seriously and use it to drive their own fantasies yeah yeah he also realizes that porn isn't going away no, so what, no. rather than sit there and vilify it like a million tent revival evangelists, yeah. Yeah. he's actually just mocking it and making everybody there, making everybody else in on the joke. Porn workers don't really want you to believe that they're brother and sister. No. Okay. <laughs> they don't want you to really believe yeah. that they're being assaulted. They don't, you know, they want you to get titillated, whatever gets you off. Yeah. And he's making light of that. And I think this is the best thing to happen to porn ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is fantastic. I'm your plumber and I actually fix your pipes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering at what point in your spank session did you start find, looking for these videos? <laughs> I found this one right after my spank session <laughs> when I went to menshealth.com. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, why is there a lump there? Yeah. <laughs> I bet the guys at Men's Health will tell me. Yeah. By the way, if you're looking for actual like workout tips and everything, don't go to Men's Health anymore. If you want to find out how to tickle your prostate, go to Men's Health. <laughs> Those sons of bitches have more articles about fingers in your ass and less about doing squats. <laughs> Aren't they those two, two, those two things related? Yeah. That would right? solve a lot of problems, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I want to tickle my prostate, but work on my core. Yeah. <laughs> How to do squats oh, with one hand. Yeah, men's health is a fucked up place right now. I avoid it like the play. But they did bring me to Ryan Creamer. Yeah. Yeah, there you oh, go. For that, Ryan we were thankful. Kramer. Oh, my God. I'm going to follow him. And I'm going to hopefully get a show of him and Ellen Baugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just put these two in a room and let them fight it out. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that was funny though. Is um, this kind of touched on what you were saying earlier? One of my best like things, but it also ties into a worse thing. It's the uh, the fact that as the human race, we can take things that seem impossible and make them possible. You know, like going to the moon, going to you know, and doing all these things, and even now all these fucking incredible things they're doing like with quantum physics and shit you know I'm it's, staring at your wedding ring and I'm impressed <laughs> believe it or not but then the worst part about it is even with all of that we still can't solve the simple stuff that should be simple that stuff. should be simple yeah. stuff you know what I mean like you're and talking common coal here no, no, I'm t just in general, the other stuff that we've talked, wars, um, just society in general, the break the, the breakdowns that we've talked about, you know, we can't solve these things that seem to have a simple answer. Just don't do it, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it doesn't work. Hot dogs and buns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, we've done it as people, we've done incredible things. Been to the deepest part of the oceans. Launched. Fucking, we've got satellites. Not satellites, but we've got probes right now that are beyond our actual solar system. Yeah, they got probes on menshealth.com. Yeah. <laughs> All the way to page there 70. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, about four inches in. Yeah. <laughs> and to the right. <laughs> Again, see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and to a certain extent, be ashamed. <laughs> no, but I, you know, so men and women uh, and people have done amazing things. Yes. Groups of people seem to be where things go wrong. That. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones said it, men in black. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, and you know it. Yeah. He's well, right. Exactly. Did you really take a good point? Yeah, I did. Run it through a minute oh, black yeah. filter. Yep. Yeah. You, you know me. Come on now. God, you ruined that. Dude. Yeah, you, I did. You know better movies than that. But that goes but that goes back to the beginning where we talked about fears of um 
that we deal with every day yeah. is the fact that for 24-7, we have nuclear weapons pointed at us, and we have ours pointed at, another, at other countries that could completely wipe the planet out. All run by governments that couldn't run an ice cream stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the people in charge. Yeah. Yeah. One guy invented the technology for the nuclear bomb. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was one or two guys. Yeah. Oppenheimer. There it is. Okay. And then it took a million people to screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. Even NASA. For everything that NASA's done right, it took a whole bunch of other people saying, wait a minute, what if we did this better? Screw it up wrong. Yeah. And it took a million of them to not put an O-ring properly on a space shuttle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not yeah. making light of it, but, I mean, that's what happened. No. For yeah, all, the right. te- all the people that thought they were above the basics of building a space shuttle, one guy missed a very obvious five-cent O-ring. Yeah. Okay, and it, and it cost how many astronauts their lives? You know, and it, it created a tragedy that defined this country. I think... The more people that get involved, we say too many cooks. It comes down to everything. A great idea becomes a bad idea the instant too many people get involved. Yeah, yeah, we're, exactly. we're capable of doing amazing things, but most of the time we're not able to deal with them. Yep, I agree. Someone like Oppenheimer's uh, an intelligent guy. Yep, uh, obviously, you has know, to be creates a nuclear weapon, and right when they test it, and it and it works. His the word the first words out of his out of his mouth are, I have become death, the shatterer of worlds. He's right, and he was like like shocked, like, like what oh, the fuck what did, did I, do? I just do? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Maybe he was bragging. He was just a Maybe, fucking lunatic. Like, yeah, he was like fuck. He thought he was Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. <laughs> He's Burn like, all you motherfuckers. Dracarys. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 You're finally going to get laid. Yeah. Yes. It's sweet. I did that. Oh, did you see what happened in Japan? That was me. Oh, oh, you want to lick my balls? What do you think about Mexico? Yeah. You're going to miss it. (laughs) I will split Alaska off this whole fucking continent. That's I mean we're joking, but that's actually a perfect dichotomy of what we talked about. The best and worst in one moment. In, in, in one, one moment. person. That guy spent his his whole career works were to create this thing. Which is incredible from a scientific standpoint. From a scientific standpoint, he creates this thing, it works. And the second it works, he goes, Fuck. I fucked up. I fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I've just become death, the shatterer of worlds. Right. right. You didn't just fuck the fat chick at the bar at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This wasn't just plan Z and you were lonely. Yeah. Yeah. No, you fucking ruined humanity forever. Forever. Yeah. Yep. It's like the guy who first pulled out and said, wait a minute, let me pull it away from her. And then got it right under the yeah. chin. <laughs> Look what he started. Yeah, Although I think it, that's a positive because if millennials don't breed... All right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> These fucking but, Gen Zers that think they're cooler than millennials. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think we should stop wrapping this up at yeah, this point. I think you're right, but I think we need to do another roundup. Agreed. All right. 
Agreed. Right. I think Brad mentioned it earlier. We were celebrating Mother's Day this last weekend. I think we have a nice little Mother's Day roundup, if I'm not mistaken. If you guys are good, I'd like to jump into that IHOP story. That <laughs> you go. They posted a picture on social media of what was meant to look like... Uh, um, an ultrasound. An ultrasound. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of the word. So this Three is a, children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same thought, but I was too dumb to say it. Are we looking at the bright side of this roundup? <laughs> I think I think it's safe to say that all the roundups now are the bright side. Uh, yeah, I, I would I can't agree. Go back to a traditional one. I don't. I just don't think we have an image. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the bright side of this. And the headline was Dave. Uh, I hop slam for Mother's Day social media post showing pancake-filled womb. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, as a journalist, I'm insulted. No, at no point should pancake and womb be one word apart <laughs> on any headline, uh, unless you were hit by a truck. Yeah. Oh <laughs> of like what? Frozen pancakes? No, just pancaked womb. <laughs> well, that's just gross. Yeah. That's just mean Happy Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> All right, so basically what happened was uh, IHOP decided they were going to be funny, and they said, hey, let me show an ultrasound because it's Mother's Day, so why not be pregnant with, with a pancakes. stack of cholesterol? <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, right, yeah. And, and, and people were like, well, oh, my God, this is so tragic. Now, the people that complained were mostly saying, well, this is really bad for all the moms who may have lost babies. Oh, oh come on. Which is just pathetic. Yeah, like that, you're stretching. Yeah, people are looking for a reason to be offended. These are these social justice warriors looking for something, trying to make something out of nothing. And they do it all the time. But at the same time, if you're going to take, like, they're talking about putting pancakes in your belly. Why did they not know that a uterus is not your belly? (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's the downside to this. At least least it didn't show, like, like, the ultrasound wasn't a stack of pancakes. Smushing a baby up against the back wall of the uterus. Oh, one of those like 3D things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just like Aunt Jemima. Like, eh. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't Harvey Weinstein's fist. <laughs> Absolutely. A timely reference if there ever was. Oh, my God. I said, well, once you're pregnant, you're no longer on the rag. You're Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> Bisquick is now making dildos. Absolutely. (laughs) For Father's Day. Pancakes look better than any sonogram I've ever seen. (laughs) Or a newborn, for that matter. (laughs) You have no idea what they look like when they come out. Their heads are gross. They look like like the alien. I've seen it. I got got twin sisters, and I saw them. And it was disgusting. Yeah, their heads are like oblong. Yeah. Yeah. They come out because that's the only way they can squeeze out of that orange-sized hole. That never feels the same, no matter how hard you try. There's another bright side to it. It wasn't an actual baby in there. (laughs) I said, we know those pancakes will be given a 100% chance to live in Alabama. (laughs) I thought nowadays, even the short stack is satisfying. (laughs) Which makes Dave very happy. At least they had chocolate chips. <laughs> I think it's great for the restaurant because changing the name to IHGOP wouldn't cost too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, IHOP is going to start memorializing your child's birth with hand stamped pancakes starting as early as the second trimester. <laughs> hand stamped. <laughs> Instead of getting those like ink blots of your yeah. kid's foot, you just have it pushed into a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, and I thought, well, no need for butter or syrup. <laughs> oh Uzi on its own. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of had the same feeling. I was like, no matter which is inside your girl, a baby or a stack of pancakes, it means you got drunk and laid the night before. (laughs) And with that, I am done. Yeah. I've got nothing else. (laughs) Shit, after three plus hours, are we doing some housekeeping? Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, last week I lied about lying. (laughs) (laughs) We're at a point now where I've even chased Mike away. He doesn't want to hear about it until this T-shirt site is done. Uh, the T-shirt site, TeePublic, I'm going to put it at about 78 to 82%, You know, kind of like when Microsoft Windows is updating. <laughs> that means it could be done by Monday. It could be done by you know like month, the first Monday in July. I don't really know. Uh, we are going to get a TeePublic site up. I've got most of the designs up there. I, I know people, believe it or not, have been asking about this. This is actually a really positive thing. Yep. yep. We took something down, and there's a demand for it now. <laughs> That's a good thing. And it's Joey B, because he's looking for beachwear when he should be at fucking work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but since Joey B is not at work, he's probably finding us on social media at NTS underscore podcast on all major social media networks, and he's probably commenting there talking about Sally Struthers' thighs and rice. Rice. (laughs) Yep. That is correct. But uh, with that, I'm going to throw it to Dave tonight because he's wearing orange. (laughs) Needless to say, we said it.